How can we predict the future? How can we predict our health in the future? People believed that destiny was in their stars and in their horoscopic signs in the old times. Instead of mapping the stars in medicine, we can map our genes. We have between 20,000 and 25,000 genes. These genes are the codes for our proteins, anatomy and physiology in health and disease. These genes can have hundreds of millions of changes or mutations. Some of the mutations are major and they can directly cause a disease. Other mutations are minor and are just associated with the disease. Drawing a map of these genes might help us predict who can get sick and when will we get sick of heart disease or cancer. And we have seen Angelina Jolie, the famous actress, going for a preventive mastectomy because she had a faulty gene that can predict breast cancer. But is it the inevitable destiny or we can change it? This might seem philosophical, but it's very relevant to heart disease. Do the genes decide who will have heart disease? Who's to be blamed for heart disease? The genes that we inherit or the environment where we grow and live? Can the good genes protect us from our bad, unhealthy lifestyle? Or can a good, healthy lifestyle buffer our faulty genes? Stay with us to get the answer. Cardio Buzz is your weekly show for cardiology news, reviews, conference coverage, and interviews with experts. To answer that question, a group of researchers from the United States National Institute of Health looked at data from more than 10,000 individuals who were followed from 1987 till 2017. And they published their results two months ago in the March issue of Circulation. You'll find the link in the description. The examined participants were all 45 years or older, free of cardiovascular disease. They looked at the genes and the lifestyle to understand which will be able to predict over 30 years who will be hospitalized by myocardial infarction, die of heart disease, or require coronary bypass or coronary angioplasty. They also examined when will someone develop the heart disease or how many years will a person live before developing heart disease. First, they examined the, the genetic profile of the 10,000 healthy subjects by scanning the entire genome, a genome-wide association scan, and profiling 6 million minor genetic changes or mutations known as SNPs, single nucleotide polymorphisms or SNPs. These 6 million SNPs are associated with an increased risk or reduced risk of cardiovascular disease. Individuals were categorized into low risk, intermediate risk, or high risk based on their genetic risk profile. The official name is the polygenic risk score, but for simplicity we'll call it here the genetic score. It reflects whether you have the good genes that can protect from heart disease or the bad genes, the faulty genes, that increase the chances of developing heart disease. They also assessed the lifestyle of the 10,000 individuals 
using the American Heart Association Life Simple LS7 recommendations. These are the primary seven indicators of a healthy lifestyle recommended by the American Heart Association. And these seven items are smoking, obesity, physical activity, nutrition, blood pressure, blood sugar, and total cholesterol. So if someone has never smoked, then he's ideal, then he gets two points. If someone quit within the last year, then he gets one point, that's intermediate. And if he currently smokes, then this is a poor lifestyle and gets a zero. The same applies to obesity. If he's obese, then uh, then he gets zero. If he's overweight, then he gets one. And if he's ideal body weight, then he gets two points. Physical activity more than 150 minutes per week is ideal. No physical activity is zero. For nutrition, based on the, his consumption of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, intake of sodium and sugar-sweetened beverage, it takes uh, zero points if he's poor, one point of intermediate, and two if he's ideal. The same applies for blood sugar. A blood pressure less than 120-80 without treatment is ideal, gets two points. More than 140 over 90 gets zero. A total cholesterol of more than 200 milligrams, uh, sorry, less than 200 milligrams is ideal, gets two points. More than 240 milligrams is poor, gets zero. I will add a link to this complex score in the description. And the overall lifestyle score, 10 to 14 is to, to, 10 to 14 points is the ideal lifestyle. 0 to 4 is a poor unhealthy lifestyle and 5 to 9 is an intermediate lifestyle. So what did the study find? Both the genetic score and the lifestyle score were predictive of heart disease and the onset of heart disease. But which one was more impactful on the cardiovascular risk? The genetic score or the lifestyle score? So here let's look at the math. Individuals with high genetic risk, the bad genes, one in three will develop heart disease. Whereas individuals with a poor lifestyle, one in two will develop heart disease. More like a flip of a coin. This means that an unhealthy lifestyle is more dangerous than the high genetic risk. An ideal lifestyle score meant that the individual will live 15.6 years longer without having heart disease compared to someone with a poor lifestyle. And the relative impact of the lifestyle was more in women than in men. Let's look at the permutations to understand more. If your genes are good and you lead an ideal lifestyle, that's perfect then most likely you will live free of heart disease until the age of 82. If your genes are bad, initially you may feel unlucky, but you decide to lead an ideal lifestyle, then you can still live free of heart disease even more until the age of 85. And that's wonderful news. Now let's look at the other side. If you are leading an unhealthy lifestyle, you will only live until the age of 65, even if your genes are good. So the good genetics cannot rectify an unhealthy lifestyle. So it's clear that our genes do not determine our destiny. This extensive study on healthy individuals proves that a healthy lifestyle can offset the risk conferred by the high-risk genetics. 
Forget about your genes and focus on building healthy habits. How you eat, how much you exercise, your body weight, whether you smoke or not, and your blood pressure, blood sugar, and cholesterol are more important than the disease probabilities that you inherited from your parents. You can ruin good genes with an unhealthy lifestyle and you can neutralize any bad genes with a healthy lifestyle. And remember William Shakespeare in Julius Caesar, the famous quote, The fault lies not in our stars, but in ourselves. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cardio Buzz. Please follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. The episode is an article on my LinkedIn profile, the link is in the description. The episode also will be on YouTube, the link is in the description. Stay tuned for the next episode, enjoy your weekend, and see you next Saturday.